We started a new series last week that deals with those things that are most important when you're on a road trip, because that is the name of this series, Road Trip. And as I was thinking early this morning, I got up very early this morning, if you're going on a road trip, you need to check up. You need to check up on all the things needed for the journey. If you don't do that, you can get into quite a predicament, especially, let's say, you're going camping, but you leave the tent at home. You better make sure, you, if you're going to go out on a hiking trip for several days, you better make sure that you carry the proper provisions so that you'll have something to eat. If you just say, hey, let's just go hiking for four days, you're going to get out there and about the about that evening, you're going to say, man, I'm sure getting hungry. I'm sure getting tired. And you're going to need that food. So it's all about checking up, checking up what you've got. And in life, on this life's road, on this journey that we have, on our road trip, and all of us are on our road trip, we need to prepare. We need to check up on the things we most need and don't leave it undone. The word here is preparation. I could name this or, or, or entitle this message, check up, or really even preparation, because it's, it, it's what it's all about. Preparation to you may seem unimportant. How many people are tired of preparing for things? And especially when, when the event is off two or three weeks, why prepare? Because invariably, you're going to wait till the last minute to get it done, if, even if it's three weeks from now. You'll wait till the, till, till the few hours before the event, and then you want it done. And let me just tell you, that's not the way it works. Preparation may seem unimportant to you, and it may go even go unnoticed. Your preparation may go unnoticed. How many of you that are teachers, you, you, you prepare and you work long hours just so the students that come into your class can be, can be educated? It goes unnoticed, but you spend many hours that the children do not see that the parents do not see. So preparation may seem unimportant, and it may go unnoticed, but it is essential for a successful trip. If you want a successful trip, you will do exactly what I say. You're going to set your mind to this is what God wants me to do. We're talking about life experiences here. So the next point I want to mark down today and make a key is prepare for the unexpected. Prepare for the unexpected and you will never be surprised and never be caught off guard because you think about those things that could happen and you start preparing for it before it happens. You'll have a flat tire kit. You'll have something that'll blow the tire up. You'll carry some extra oil. You'll have proper food. You'll have everything you need for the trip. You understand? This is important. Prepare, prepare, prepare for the unexpected. I'm going to take you to a man now that though he was powerful, oh, he was mighty, but he had his moment of doubt and fear. He wasn't prepared for what was about to happen at that, in this portion of his life, although he was known as a mighty man of God. He was known as the man of fire, the prophet of fire, but he had a moment 
And I want you to watch on this road trip that my dear friend Elijah had. Watch this. He's just been in an encounter with the prophets of Baal, 850 of them. He just stood on the mount and had them try to bring fire down from heaven to consume the sacrifice. I won't go through that story, but it was a great victory. Elijah prays, I think, 63 words and fire falls from heaven and consumes not only the sacrifice, but the altar. That's how powerful Elijah was. But then he and those with him slew 850 prophets of Baal. It was a great day of victory. For him, it was a great day of victory. <clears throat> I want to pick it up at 1 Kings 19, verse 2 through 8. <clears throat> then, <clears throat> then Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me. Now, remember, this is the man of fire. This is the man that has, he stands out. She sends a messenger into Elijah saying, so let the gods do to me and more also if I make not thy life as the one of them by tomorrow about this time. She's talking about the prophets of Baal. She said, you're not going to survive this. I'm coming after you, Make it, putting it in our terms and our semantics. I'm coming after you, Elijah, for what you did. Now watch. And when he, Elijah, when he saw that, here this little woman is intimidating him. This little woman is scaring him. He's got the power of the Almighty God in him. This is why I'm telling all of us to be careful on our road trip because if this man can have a moment, we can have a moment. Now watch what happens. <clears throat> and when he saw that, he arose and went for his life. Pastor Mike, he went for his life. He was scared to death. The prophet of fire. He went for his life and came into Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree. Mark that down. Sat down under a juniper tree. On his road trip, he's at the juniper tree. And he requested for, for himself that he might die. Okay, God, take me. I'm finished. I'm through. I've done all that I can do. I'm worn out. I'm scared. It's enough now, Lord. Take away my life, for I'm not better than my father's. He's talking about the ones that went on before him. And as he lay and slept under a juniper tree, notice he stayed under the juniper tree. Behold, then an angel touched him and said unto him, Arise and eat. And he looked and behold, there was a cake, bacon on coals and a cruise of water at his head. And he did eat and drink and laid him down back to sleep again. Understand, sometimes on our road trip, we get tired and we go to sleep and forget what we're all about. We forget what we are to do. The angel of the Lord came in again the second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat. Now, this is the one point I want you to hear. Because the journey is too great for you. The journey is too great. Your road trip is going to be difficult, Elijah. He rose and did eat and drink and went in the strength of that meat 40 days, 40 nights, and the horror of the Mount of God. Man, that must have been some kind of food to keep you going for 40 days and 40 nights. 
But follow me here as I just give you a touch of what the Lord showed me this morning. Elijah was on a trip which would lead him in despair. Although he was a prophet of fire, although he called fire down from heaven, he, he had such power, man. You didn't want to mess with Elijah. But on his road trip, he's headed into despair, frustration, and then fear. And I believe fear would be in the beginning, which moved him into desperation and frustration. But just like Brother Elijah, our journey will be too great for us unless we prepare. We have to prepare for our journey. Well, how do I do that? We must eat and drink, <clears throat> drink of the Word of God. We must eat and drink of the Word of God. We must call upon His Spirit to fill us to overflowing. And this is where people make a mistake. They want to do great things for God, but they never prepare. They want to do great things for God, but all of a sudden, they forget that they need, they need the Word of God. They need the Holy Spirit to work in them. And then what happens? They fail. It wasn't God's fault is they weren't prepared to do what, where they were heading. The goal for our life. Now, let me say this again. Just as Elijah needed to eat and drink, let me say this again because I feel someone here needs this. We're going to have to prepare because some evil times are coming, some desperate times are coming. And we must eat and drink the Word of God and so that we can come against those things. We need that. I need that. The goal for your life is not found. I want to remember this. I made a statement last week. The goal for your life is not found in the beginning, but it's in the destination. Now follow that thinking. It's not in, your, in, 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 your, in the beginning of something. It's in the end of something. Elijah started out, mark this. Elijah started out with a great victory. Man, what a victory. He's defeated 800 and something prophets of Baal. He's called fire down from heaven. He is a powerhouse. Elijah starts out in great victory over the altar and over the prophets of Baal. And I call it, he did that at the altar of fire. But listen, from the altar of fire, from the altar of fire, Elijah ended up under a juniper tree and full of despair. Hear me. It starts at the altar. His trip goes to a juniper tree. He started out with great victory only to slide down, Pastor Kenny, slide down into despair under the tree of doubt and fear. What caused that to happen? He ran out of the word. He ran out of relationship. He ran out of the spirit. That's what I believe in my heart. And here, if not, he wouldn't have been running for his life. He would have never done that. So everyone wants to laud and applaud. And I've preached many, many sermons about Elijah and his power and his ability. And everybody wants to laud and applaud the fire coming down from heaven. But it wasn't, it wasn't the altar that day that defined Elijah. Now, come on. It wasn't that altar that defined, even though you saw the glistening, you saw the glow, you saw the fire, you saw the, it was magnificent. Let me say it again. It wasn't the fire coming down from heaven. It wasn't that altar that defined Elijah. It was what happened at the juniper tree. On his road trip, 
You, sometimes you want to stop and say, well, this is, this is, you know, this, this is all that, you know, this is where it's at. This is perfect. Hear me. You don't have that luxury in life. You've got to move on. You have to keep going. You can't stop for any length of time. If you do, you're going to miss your, your journey. You're going to miss your destination. If you're going to have a successful trip, if you, though, are watching today, if you are going to have a successful trip, you're going to have to deal with your juniper tree. Now, that's a word. Sooner or later, I don't care how powerful you are, Call yourself a bishop, a prophet, a priest. Call yourself whatever you want to. Wear turbans on your head. It doesn't matter if you don't hold on to the fact that God is on your side. If you don't hold on to the fact that I need to prepare for that which is coming upon me. If I'm going to be a success in my life, I've got to deal with, no matter how powerful I am, Pastor Ariel, I have to deal with my juniper tree. And hear me, everyone listening to me today will deal with not just one, but maybe several. I don't know. I don't want to know about your beginning. I don't want to know just about your beginning. But what have you done with the rest of your journey to this point? You heard me say that. What have you done? I don't want to know about the altar. I want to know about something else. Let's just look at this. Can you imagine? Watch this. Can you imagine in the beginning, if I went up to Elijah, God gave me that luxury. I'm living back then now. I walk up to Elijah and I start talking to him about his journey, his road trip. And him showing me, he said, well, I'm going to show you about my journey. Son, look at this. And he pulls out his Polaroid or his device, which I'm sure Elijah has far greater than the devices we have. And he pulls out his device and he starts showing me pictures of his victory at the altar. This is when I had this victory. Look at those prophets. They're scared to death. They prayed and they could not bring fire. But I brought fire. Look, watch. Here comes the fire. And look at it coming down and hitting the sacrifice, burning it up, and, and, and burning those very stones uh, underneath it and lapping up the water. Look at that. Man, isn't that great pictures? I don't want to see just the pictures of your victories on my road trip. I don't want to just see pictures <clears throat> of your victories. Let me see how you dealt with your juniper tree. Let me learn from your experience. We must continue our trip from our juniper tree to the cave of understanding. This is good stuff here. We have to continue our trip from the juniper tree. Here we've come from the altar to the juniper tree. And now we have to follow, go on to know the Lord. And we have to go into the cave of understanding where God speaks. After the juniper tree. If it had stopped at the juniper tree, there would be no cave. But at the cave of understanding, God speaks. If there's one thing I have learned on my personal road trip, my life, it is that there will be some juniper trees that I'm going to have to deal with. And when I say a few, probably plenty. And I'm going to want to quit and I want to throw up my hands. 
But when I get to that, I realize that I cannot do what I want, what I feel, what I sense. I, I can't do that which is convenient to me. I'm going to have to move from convenience into covenant. I'm in covenant with you, God. I'll get this job done. I'll, I, it doesn't matter what I'm feeling. I'll go beyond my feeling and go into where you want me to be. I'm going to read this verse and then we're going to go on. And I may bring this up next week. How in the world am I going to stay on the right track? How in the world am I going to be able to present myself as, as the Lord wants me to present? How am, I going to, how am I going to keep from going off on the wrong path? By listening to his voice. By listening to his spirit. Years ago, I think I was the first when I talked about a GPS. It was God's positioning system. Years and years ago. But here's the verse I want to leave you with. Isaiah 30, verse 21 in the New Living Test Translation. Your own ears will hear him. Him who? Help me. God. Your own ears will hear him. Right behind you, a voice will say, this is the way you should go, whether to the right or to the left. I'm here to tell you today, if you'll just take a little time, God will speak to you and guide you and direct you on your road trip. To get you to your, to your intended destination. This is where I'm at today. I want you to know there's some great men and women of God that's had to deal with altars of victory. But juniper trees of despair. But it was when they came through the juniper tree, they hit it to the cave where God spoke. Let me pray for you because I believe this is important. You need to know I love you. And I hope you've been sharing this video now because God wants to help not only you, but your friends and family. Can we just pray right now and ask the Lord to touch you and those people that you know? Let's pray. Father, I thank you so very much that your word is true. Your word is alive. Your word, oh God, is tangible. It really is, God. And I want to thank you for the people that are listening today and for those that listen to it over the weeks. I'm asking you, oh Lord, to touch them, to bless them, to strengthen them. God, let them be healed by your word. You sent your word and healed them. You sent your word and made them whole, complete. In the name of Jesus, help them right now, God. Let them see the benefit of serving you, the benefit of being in relationship with you, the benefit of being prepared on this road trip. God, I know that you hear me. And I know, Father, this is an exciting time. And I know, Lord, you're going to be bringing many people into the house of the Lord. Lord, all the places of worship, touch them, God, and bless them today. And, Lord, I pray for our local assembly. Bring them in, God, from the east, the west, the north, and the south, that we may do what God's asked us to do. In Jesus' name, and it shall come to pass. Amen.